Alright, hey guys, welcome to episode 158 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. I'm so excited to be here again this week with another badass guest. This week is the wonderful Adon Alonso. Bass player extraordinaire, all around human gentleman. You're going to love him. Um, so, but, but before I get to that show, but, but, but before I get to that show... A lot of bees there. Um, I do want to say I've got a lot of shows coming up this week with badass past guests. So if you are in LA or Laguna Beach this week, I just want to hit you to these uh, things real fast. And if you look up my personal Instagram at Ninja Knutson, uh, you can find the list there. But Wednesday, I'm playing with Schmab, past guests Adam Cheskin and Carolyn Jania at Hotel Cafe in Hollywood, 9 p.m. Friday, I'm playing with Zach Churchill at the ranch in Laguna Beach from 4 to 8. Then I'm playing uh, with Zach again at Oak in nine, uh, from 9.30 to 2 close, also in Laguna Beach. Then Saturday, Zach and I are in Irvine at the Hive and Honey from 8 p.m. to 12 midnight. And then Sunday, I'm playing... <laughs> I'm playing... Oh, this is a very silly announcer voice I just slipped into on accident when I'm just reading. Um... Matthew Grant, past guest. Uh, I'm playing his show on Sunday night at the Hotel Cafe at 9 p.m. as well. Um, these are all public shows. You can buy tickets for at the door or online if you look for their links. So if you go to my personal Instagram again, uh, you can find the handles and all that stuff and reminders of what time and places those are going down. And, uh, you know, just Google and use the internet to find tickets if you want to do it in, in advance. Um, anyways, I'm back to my regular silly voice now. <laughs> Sorry for going into announcery voice there for a moment. That felt very unpersonal of me, and I don't like to do that. So, anyways, <clears throat> I've plugged some shows. They all are featuring past guests um, from this show. So if you're interested in, you know, making a week of it and just getting to know these people you can go find adam and carolyn's past episodes zach past episode matthew grant has been on several past episodes so go check them out and then come see them live and meet the guys you know what i'm saying so lots of good opportunities this is a great week um i am recording this and then i'm going to be hunkering down and finishing my taxes because the day that this comes out october 15th is the extension deadline for 2018 so if you like me you got an extension and are doing the most responsible thing and getting your taxes done directly on time <laughs> good for you <laughs> Uh, so that's what I'm about to do. So um, I will need joy during this time. And though I will be over that when you hear this episode, I do feel your love coming at me now, even though it's uh, in the future that this is all happening. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get to the show. It's time for you to meet Adon and hear badass music of Citara Son, which I do say very wrong a couple times right at the beginning of the show because I forgot I swapped some of the vowels. I'll just be honest. Uh, but we clear it up. I get it right towards the end, uh, towards the middle, or the, uh, towards the, you know, <laughs> during the show. <laughs> I learn from my horrible ways. Um, and then it's great. So uh, check out Citara Son. Check out Adon Alonzo. Check out all these great shows that are going on this week. What a what a great week it is for music. And you know what? I just want you to be comfy now. So sit back. Get yourself a snack. Get yourself some company in the form of a nice warm pet if you need it. Sit back. Relax. And enjoy the freaking show. A super strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is Kachow. Now, 
Kachow, not only is that, you know, an exclamation from, I think uh, the character is Mater in Cars, who says Kachow. No, I think it's actually <laughs> not Mater. It's the other, it's the main character. I can't remember. He says Kachow. But it's also the elder statesman of Cuban jazz bass playing. It's a legendary name and, and exclamation in the Pixar world for so long now. It's a, it's a sign and sim, sim, symbol and signal of strength. Uh, that's just, there's no argument to be had about it. And the reason I thought of Kachow today was because I have a wonderful bass player in the house today. This man is a wonderful man, a multi-talent, uh, plays in groups like Sotira Sun around LA and all, all kinds of different groups playing bass, composes. He's a wonderful super talent man by the name of Adon Alonso. Oh, (laughs) the nicest (laughs) intro I've ever gotten in my life. I should... I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and uh, put it on my <laughs> on my website. That was great. Thank you so much. Of course, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's nice to have you here. Thanks for coming over, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's awesome. We do not hang out enough. No, no. You know what I mean, I remember uh, back in the day we'd see each other all the time. All the time in Bobby's in Kati's class. Kati's class. Yeah, with because of Bobby Wilmore, and we'd be playing the uh, the uh, Rimba Rimba uh, dance classes on Tuesday nights. Yeah. So when I first moved, you were one of the first guys that I met out in the scene because we were just doing those classes like every Tuesday night and then all kinds of gigs on the weekends and stuff. Yeah. And then somewhere around there, you guys started Sochira Son, right? Uh, so I think Citara Son was already pretty established. Uh, for those that don't know, um, Citara Son is the group that I've been with the longest uh, here in L.A. It's a Cuban group that's led by this uh, elder musician named uh, Lazaro Galarraga who actually played with Cachao and mm-hmm. recorded with Cachao. That's right. And uh, so I kind of fell into that gig uh, almost by kind of just being at the right place at the right time. Uh, but before I even joined the band, I met Bobby Wilmore through a friend, Jeff Goodkind, and he would he invited me to that Roomba class. And Jeff but, Goodkind has been on the podcast before. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah. Back in the day, uh, episode 30-something, I believe, because he was in the Nashville series. Yeah. Oh, that's when right. When you went to Nashville, I do remember yeah. that. Everyone should listen to that episode. Yeah. Jeff, is, is uh, Jeff and Kira on, I think, on the, on the same episode. So they get Kira Hooks and Jeff Goodkind came on the same oh. episode. They were actually almost going to do another one when they came back here a couple months ago, but then we just couldn't meet up. It was really, it was, they were jam packed and I was jam packed. So. Wow. I could do a whole podcast on my friendship with them. With, yeah, no, <laughs> they're so great. Them. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. But uh, I think Jeff originally invited me to a show or I saw that he was playing somewhere and then I met that's Bobby. right because Jeff played piano with he played piano Citarason before for a long it was yeah. like uh, or I think it was already Citarason and then um, but anyway and then Bobby started inviting me to things because I, I, I at the time I was I was playing bass but I was, I was still kind of interested in percussion I wanted to be a percussion I'm like a failed percussionist okay drummer. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I wanted and and so I, I really wanted to learn about Roomba and so he told me, just come, just show up. Yeah. And that's where I met you. And that's where I met a bunch of Paul Stengel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I met, uh, there was a few other guys that used to play with us in that class. And I can't remember right now, but uh, Jacques. Jacques. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jacques, yeah, yeah. That's that's right, yeah. Jacques. Jacques's amazing, yeah. And uh, so there were, it was so, it was great. And, and, and then that's where I really got to see the relationship between the drums and dancing. Because up to that point, I oh, had yeah. only ever heard Roomba I had only ever seen you know maybe a few YouTube videos but I didn't quite get it and then when I saw it it was like oh yeah something about because even if you get those rhythms but you never see the dancing go along with it 
you know, you just don't really fully understand. And then you see someone like Master Dance, like like caught the, yeah. you know, like like killing killing every night to that stuff, and you're and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> get it now, yeah, it's it's great. That was such an awesome time. That was an awesome time. Yeah. We, so that was, I mean, that was 2011, 12, 13 in that zone probably. Yeah. And then, and then, then, you know, I haven't seen you guys for, for so long. I like randomly will I'll come to like uh, Kanye Rumbar sometimes to see, see that right. on play. Uh, you know, that's happened for a while, but you know, kinds of, but we just don't hang out enough. No. That's the general vibe, isn't it? Sad face. You can't <laughs> see my sad face. Sad face emoji. <laughs> uh, well, the first question, you know, the first question I ask all my guests is simply, uh, is, is simply is because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. So everyone comes in and they go, oh yeah, that's, that's Ryan. He's here. We know that you know mm. um but some people are going who is this adon alonso <laughs> you know so my first question we've talked a little bit about how you and i met but you know my first question to you is hey who are you and what are you doing here who is edan edan <laughs> is uh adon is a i'm a musician here in los angeles um I went to Cal State Dominguez Hills for my undergrad, and then I went to the Los Angeles College of Music uh, just to keep studying. Ba- I, I primarily play bass guitar right. in most of the groups that I play in. Um, and I guess my main thing would be um, purely coincidental. It's just Cuban music mm-hmm. because that's that's what I was doing in college. I got really into cachao. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned cachao because that's really that was the catalyst. I was studying upright bass and. Um, I was studying classical upright bass, and then I heard this album, uh, Master Sessions Volume 1 and Volume 2, and it kind of turned me upside down on my head. And I yeah. was listening, you guys can't see, but I'm wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. Yeah, yeah. And up until that point, I was listening to a bunch of Black Sabbath, a yeah. bunch of Beatles, a bunch of heavy metal. Iron Ma- I mean, Iron Maiden was my main band. Yeah. And I was studying classical music, and then I just like, it, it flipped my whole world. It really did. Like, it yeah. really, I... I was a history major and then I decided, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be a music major. And, um, and so I've spent the last, basically since 2000, since I graduated from undergrad 2011, gigging around LA, playing with different bands. I've been fortunate in that I, Citara Son was really kind of a great experience. Um, because it started out for me kind of like as a vehicle for trying to be really traditionally Cuban, right? Like totally. learn to play son, learn about son montun, all that stuff. Uh, but the guys were kind of uh, about something a little bit different, right? They they were, I didn't know this at the time. Right? It took me like a year or two to figure it out. But they had they were writing original music. A lot of the tunes were Lazaro's original tunes yeah. from a previous band or that he had worked on in 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 the band. And then uh, I remember John O'Knight. He's the guitarist in the band. One yeah. one time he kind of. He made a joke. About, I think he made a joke <clears> saying like, "Oh, we're like the Grateful Dead of Cuban music," or something like that. And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah that's a really good analogy for that, right?" And yeah, because they open up those descargas and those coros yeah. and stuff and just go, 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 jam for hours, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and it was cool because then it it changed, right? I was able to uh, kind of once I was a little more confident in my playing, I was able to do take some li- a lot of liberties. Open you up yeah. a little more, yeah. And so it was cool. It was kind of like. I think the the website says something like uh, Cuban music with a twist or something like that. It's mm-hmm. Afro-Cuban music with a twist. And it was really cool because they all, as I started getting to know them more and more, um, uh, I realized that they liked a lot of the same music I did. And mm-hmm. then we, we found a lot of common ground, especially with rock and roll. Uh, not that we played rock music or anything like that, but yeah. th- we liked a lot of the same music. And so it, it kind of it informed some of the musical decisions. But at the same time... Um, 
you know, I grew up in LA all my life and it wasn't really until I started gigging that I, that I really explored Los Angeles. And, uh, I started playing with other bands as well, kind of right around the same time, started playing with a lot of salsa bands. And so I was doing a lot of reading. I was gigging all over town. It was crazy. And, uh, but what I really wanted to do was really play Cuban music. I mean, I, I grew up listening to all kinds of different music. Um, I didn't really grow up listening to salsa, but I ended up in a bunch of salsa bands because I could read uh, yeah. pretty well. And, uh, but really like the thing that calls me is, is Cuban music. Whenever somebody calls me for a Cuban gig, I'm like, yeah. you know, I've gotten a chance to play with some pretty, pretty amazing artists here in LA. Um, Big time. Yeah. And with Citara Son, I've got to do a bunch of, I mean, some amazing gigs, right? Like, uh, can't think of any right it's like the door there's too many things trying to get through the door i know but, totally but yeah it was I get cool you. it was it was good and so so that's kind of like the musical side of things i play a lot of other music too um i've played in a lot of different cover bands uh i love michael jackson i was in a michael jackson cover band for last year and it was kind of like oh yeah musical dream come true right and unfortunately the band didn't last very long yeah but um and uh i love hiking I'm really into spirituality. Yeah, uh, the la- one I think the last time that I was in a room with you uh, was at Kanye Rumbar yeah. a couple. Of, I think probably a couple of years ago now at this point. Oh yeah, but and you were just about to go to India for your first time. Yeah, I believe that's right. right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you had, you were just about to go to this retreat. Yeah, with your I don't remember. She was your fiance or your she wife. Was my at fiance the, okay, at the fiance time. at the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you were just about to go, like like the next day or something like yeah. that. It was like you were just about to go, like very very soon. And you hadn't like you, but I can't remember. You had started like practicing Hinduism. Is yeah. That correct? So, I, but like, but you were just kind of getting into it. Or? I, at the time, um, at the time I was going to a lot of meditation like workshops and whatnot. Yeah. And then there was one that was being offered in in India with uh, this person who would eventually become like my guru. Right. And uh, I had decided to go. And then I didn't want to like force my wife or anything like that. But she sure. decided to go too. So I was yeah. like, oh, cool. We'll go together, right? Yeah, and yeah. Even though I pl- bought my plane ticket already and you had to take a separate flight. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a whole adventure in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so it was cool. It was my first trip to India. It was my first trip actually out of the country ever. And uh, it was it was awesome. I mean, I d- it wasn't what I expected. I was thinking we were going to like sit under a tree and just like, oh, everyone meditate. And right, cool. right. It was way more introspective than that. And uh it was kind of silly of me, but I, I didn't realize that I was going to a place that was like Hindu. Right. And then when I got there, it was like, oh, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, once I got back, I realized, oh, you know what? This is Hinduism. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay, cool. So I got really into that. Well, um, it's just a culture shock basically, right? I mean, you're just like, wow, you're fully entrenched in what was going yeah, on. It, yeah, it, I was. I was completely entrenched in it. And then when I got back, I, um, uh, my guru, his name is uh, Bhagavan Sri Nityananda Paramashivam. He's got a temple out in Montclair, and I just decided. I just decided. Well, I like this place. I want to volunteer, and uh, in a matter of like the last three years, I've been volunteering there almost on a weekly basis, except for like a few times. There were a few times when I stopped because um, one because my dad was sick, and then uh, yeah. a few other things. But uh, I really, really got involved with it to the point where I started training to become like a Hindu priest. Right? Yeah, and so it's it's been quite Pujarian training, right? Is that, that Pujarian right? training? Pujarian yeah. training. Okay, cool. Pujacharya is what, what I do there. But um, so it's been uh, it's been kind of an insane roller coaster because uh, it it's just there's a lot for me to learn. Like um, you know, there's a lot of things that happen 
when you're Hindu, when you grow up in the lifestyle that, that you do as a, as a kid, that you learn as a kid, right? That we're all kind of, there's a bunch of Westerners there that are that run the temple along with myself. Yeah, totally. And we're all kind of learning as we go. It's cool though, because we have like, there's the, a few main priests in India who are always kind of on teleconference calls with us and telling us, oh, you know, you guys got to do this this way and you guys should do this or go see, go check this out, right? So it's been, yeah, yeah. It's been quite an experience for me. Like, uh, and you're from you're from this area originally, yeah, yeah. right? From uh, from I'm LA. from LA. My parents are Mexican. Uh, I was born here in, in in LA though. Are they Catholic or they're Catholic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do they feel about you going into Hinduism? Uh, my dad was pretty supportive. Actually, my dad was the one who 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 helped me get to India for the first trip that I took. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. My family's pretty been pretty open to it. I think they've seen a lot of the positive changes that have happened in my life. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, I don't, I share with them what I think they'll enjoy or whatever, but I've seen just from me living my life a certain way that they, you know, like one of the big things for me was like turning vegan or vegetarian. Yeah. And, Cause you're uh, fully vegan, vegetarian now? I, right now I'm vegetarian, but I was like, okay. there was a while where I was vegan. Um, Meaning you, so you can have eggs now or? I, I drink milk every so often. Okay. Milk cheese, a little bit. Right? Milk and cheese. But, okay, uh, gotcha. but it was like a. I never expected, I mean, I, I made a decision at some point for my health, but then it became kind of more of a spiritual decision to, to be vegan and vegetarian. But then like my family will be like, Hey, you know, we want to go check out a vegan restaurant. What do you recommend? Or them yeah. on their own will be like, Hey, look where, where we're at. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. well, that's cool. You know? Yeah. Right? That's awesome. Yeah. So it's been pretty cool. And they've, they've been really accommodating. Like, um, uh, I'm a little hardcore about like certain things. Like, uh, I won't touch, I won't handle me. I right. won't handle alcohol. I don't, okay. um, it gets like that. And so there'll be a comment, like they'll even cook if they cook for me. Right. They're really nice. Um, I don't ask them. I know when we have a party, I'll be like, no, you don't, don't worry about cooking for me. It's cool. Yeah. yeah but yeah. they'll actually like cook everything in a separate container. Oh, that's awesome. They'll yeah. serve me separately with things that don't touch meat. So I'm like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Things that actually I've never really explained to them. Right. Uh, that I do at home on my own, but they, they kind of like, they picked up on it. So it's been really nice. It's been, people have been very generally supportive. So you don't drink alcohol anymore either. You I keep, don't drink. You, is the point of that, is that Hinduism, like where you try to keep the temple clean of all that yeah, stuff? Yeah. It, it, stuff? It's, it's not, I mean. Because I used to know you for a rum man. Right. Yeah, you used to drink, <laughs> used a, to rum. drink a lot of beer. <laughs> I used to actually, I like bass beer because it was, it spelled like beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I stopped, I kind of, uh, actually I was drinking a lot on gigs. Yeah. And so I stopped because one day I got home a little too tipsy and I was like, oh man, I don't think I should be driving like this. Sure. Yeah. And then, um, and then I just, and it, it was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I don't really need it. Uh, I didn't feel compelled to drink or anything like that. That's then, awesome. Then yeah. it also transformed into more of a spiritual thing. Like, uh, you know, it does do some damage to the body. I, and I can, I could, when I look back, I could feel kind of like what would happen to my body the next, I mean, there's the obvious things, right? Sure. But, uh, yeah. But there's some more spiritual implications to that. And so I decided, I was like, you know, I don't think I need to go back to that. And gotcha, also yeah. to volunteer in the temple because I, where I volunteer, I'm actually, you know, we do, we worship very many gods, but we actually have physical forms of those gods there. Uh, for those of us that are um, volunteering and directly doing what's called seva or, or offerings to the gods, um, you have to maintain a certain a certain lifestyle. And so one of those is like, you know, you don't drink or you don't do drugs or anything like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's I mean, I don't ever think about going back. So it's not like a big, it wasn't really a hard decision. For yeah, me. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, that's uh, awesome, man. You're the first person I've ever shared that with, though. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa. Well, now, yeah. <laughs> well, now my mom will know, too. That's, <laughs> that's she's the only Hello, listener. Hello, mom. <laughs> 
she's the only person that listens. <laughs> no, that, but uh, that's cool. I'm so thankful Ryan that you would never drinks that. on the gigs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, everyone knows you're lying about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's how it goes. Um, no, that's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing all that, yeah, man. Bro. I was going to ask you about... Um, because like you know you know how squirrels they hibernate and they um, get all their they have to get all their like snacks for the winter all the acorns and chestnuts they can scrounge up if your life was like that where you hibernated for a winter what snacks are you getting now and filling your cupboards with now that you're a vegan man oh man um it can't be strict vegetables because they'll no, go bad. They'll no, spoil. Man. You know I, what I mean? I love peanut butter. Oh, yeah. I love peanut butter. And there's a specific peanut butter that I like. The one that they sell at Whole Foods because it's just a little bit sweet. So right. I like it. Yeah, um, I do like that Whole Foods. And then there's these vegan cookies that I like from, from Sprouts that... Ooh. Um, it's not a Sprouts brand. I can't remember the name of the brand, but... Uh, they're like these chocolate chip sandwich cookies and yeah. they're really bad. I mean, there's so much sugar in them, but <laughs> dude, every so often I see them and I'm like, oh, like oh, too good. I got to have that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I stock up on. <laughs> um, it's, and then there's a, this is not, I mean, this is not something that I stock up on, but I veggie girl has this really good. I don't drink, I don't really drink soda anymore. I definitely don't drink Coca-Cola, but every so often, like I go, actually, actually I'm lying. Every time I go, I get this. It's called a Mexicane Cola. It's kind of like yeah. a, like a Coca Cola equivalent for vegetarians or, or for whatever. It's right, right, right. Healthy. Yeah. But man, that thing is really good, and and, <laughs> and so that's what I'm, I I stuff myself with. And then there's some Indian sweets and things that I like too. Um, some of them are not totally vegan. Uh, there's this really if you know do you know what ghee is? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, clarified butter. One that's basically ghee and sugar. Ooh. I mean, that's there's a few other things that they add to it, but that thing is amazing. You eat it and it like melts in your mouth, and I love it. I'm not so oh, big geez, on that sounds good, yeah, on sweets, but those are kind of some of the things that I that I like. Um, I was gonna say my yeah, my little sister started working at Veggie Girl, oh. and so now we've been getting hooked up. She's been you know she'll come over and bring Veggie Girl over, and it's just you know it's, that's been really fun. How far does she live from here? She lives in Burbank. Oh, okay, so she's mm. close to me. I I I could get hookups too, right? Not just yeah. <laughs> I could get a gun. <laughs> you could. I should be glad though. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and I have this joke that uh, there was a, I mean, we were trying to cook more at home, but there was a while when, uh, you know, for her, for my wife, it was more of a, a drastic change, right? Like uh, she went to India and then she also decided, you know what? I'm going to be a vegetarian as well. Totally. I'm going to do it. Whereas I had kind of eased into it, but there was a while where we kind of weren't sure what we were going to eat. So we went to Veggie Grill like on a weekly basis and we, yeah. and I was joking around with her and I was like, you know, I think. 2017 we kept them in business yeah the one in pasadena because we went so much we had do you guys have the the veggie app the i don't have the app oh yet. man no, I need so to get, get rewards app. and we were we, yeah we're always getting rewards for how much we were going over that's there. awesome yeah i love for any rewards program i'm a fan of yeah. i love getting that for whatever that free thing is or the 10 percent off thing 10%, credit yeah. free dessert or whatever comes along <laughs> <laughs> i love that type of stuff um i wrote nirvana down you know we talked a little bit about heavy metal and stuff that you listened to. Were you a Nirvana fan? I was a big Nirvana fan, but as an adult, not as a teenager. Um, and now you're it, 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 Nirvana as a Hindu principle as well. Yes. But first, let me talk about Nirvana as a band. As a band, because uh, I feel like I have a very strong opinion about Kurt Cobain and, and that he was probably one of the last. I mean, he. I know he was. he went through his, he had his demons or whatever, but. I think I 
I really feel like Nirvana was really a creative band and he was really, they were kind of innovators, right? They were yeah. Maybe one of the last identifiable innovators of that, of that era. Um, I, I, have you ever seen them play Unplugged? That, that whole... Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. I remember one time my wife was watching it in the background and I kind of just... I was like, what is she listening to? This is really great, right? And I, I kind of turned and I, I watched the whole thing with her and I was like, wow, this is amazing. I didn't realize that... I mean, I didn't know how good they were. I, I, I was only familiar with like the... the What's it? Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, and All yeah. those songs, right? But I was like, wow, man. That, so that started me on a whole nirvana trick so much so gotcha. that at the time i was i was teaching a bunch of middle school students and i told them look we're gonna learn we're gonna learn man who, who sold the world right yeah yeah uh, exactly how kurt cobain plays it you guys are gonna like it right <laughs> you guys and are they, gonna like it <laughs> i was the grouchy old guy like oh you know back in my day but they i dug it and i learned the whole song on guitar and i learned all the parts on bass everything and i learned about yeah i, I like nirvana uh in terms of of spirituality um one of the big things that like uh, I do or one of the big things that that we're learning or I learn from my guru and, and everything we do is uh, is really that everything that you do should lead you to to towards enlightenment. Right. Or, right. Or yeah. seeking. Right. Seeking, is, I think, is a better word. Sure. Yeah. Um, and actually, I was thinking about this on the drive over. Uh, the thing about like what, what we're learning, what's being shared with us is that uh, it's actually in India, the depth of Hinduism and the depth of seeking is such that it's uh, there's like traditions, there's various various sects for various things, various parts of 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 the reality that you connect with, right? And so, for some people, it could be like food. For some people, it can be um, worshiping the mother energy. For some people, it can be uh, deity worship. For other people, it can be rituals, knowledge, whatever. Um, and so everything that we kind of learn, everything that I'm doing is, is lifestyle oriented and, and orienting your lifestyle towards that, towards seeking uh, and feeling oneness, right, with everything. And so when I think of nirvana, that's what I think of, right? It's it's a little bit beyond words. And I've had some experiences that have shown me like, oh, man, this is this is cool, right? Um, but it it gets pretty deep and it gets the word that always comes to mind to me is scientific. I didn't realize, you know, I, I, I thought it was just guys meditating under trees. That's always the right. come back. But yeah. It's way, way more, more uh, informed than that. And it's, it's, it's actually, um, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's available for everyone. It's for everyone. Uh, even like yoga, yoga, I always assume was just, you know, you do some poses. Or right. Whatever, yeah. But, there's a the the Sanskrit word is shastra, right? There's actually scriptures oh, okay. for all for all these poses that you do. There's yeah, yeah, and it I, I a lot of people are familiar with Patanjali, who was the original. Uh, he talks about a certain type of yoga, but there's also a yoga that's associated associated with Shiva, that's a uh, that has even a, a larger depth to it, right? Um, and for all of that, it there's people like so. I'll give you an example. Um, do you do yoga? No, I do do yoga. Yeah. Obviously, you guys can't tell, but I have a bit of a belly. But oh, when I first got back from <laughs> when I first got back from India, I, I I was a little bit chubby, and then I were doing my wife and I were doing yoga almost every day, and we lost a lot of weight between that and going vegetarian. And yeah, thing. I mean, dude, we were like, wow, Cutting, we yeah, were, yeah, it was crazy, right? But uh, so I'll give you one example, like uh, the yoga that 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 they do at this at the organization that I'm associated with, um, actually. They, they do it as a ritual every day, meaning that there's somebody actually there 
chanting the original Sanskrit verses for the for the different poses. Oh wow! And they okay. go through it through like all 108. They do uh, 108 poses every day, and um, it's crazy. It's crazy because like, how long does that take? It takes about an hour. Okay. So you yeah. don't do you don't like hold the poses. You're not holding them very no, long. No, no, okay. no. You okay. just you do them, and there's certain things you're supposed to do with each. And there's supposed certain items you're supposed to keep with you for every everything that you do. Hmm. Um, but that tripped me out the first time when they when they started doing it that way it was like because at that point i was already volunteering the temple i had already done some rituals i already knew some sanskrit chanting and so when they started doing that it was like whoa my mind was blown i was like whoa that's insane right um but uh yeah so nirvana i think you know lifestyle it's not just about you know it's not a happenstance happen real end goal yeah yeah, i like that seeking is better Yeah. yeah No, that's interesting, man. That's, that's that's very interesting. I think, but yeah, yoga is awesome. It, it, it because it, unlike any other kind of working out, even if you're not it, like a Hindu, like Hindu practicing person or Buddhist person or anything like that, like like if you do yoga and experience, like I don't think there's anything else that puts you that in touch with every part of your body. Yeah. As it's doing it, you know, and I I was really wor- like I I thought I was gonna hate yoga classes because I don't really like like going to the gym and working out around a bunch of people. I don't yeah. like that. I'm more of like a solitary kind of guy if I'm going to work out. Um, and so I really thought I would hate yoga classes, but I hurt my back a few years ago. Mm. And so I was like, I gotta, I gotta freaking try something, you know? So I, I went to a yoga class and it took me five seconds to realize no one's looking at you. No <laughs> one cares about you. <laughs> you know, like that, you know, cause I was like, I'm going to feel stupid. People are going to look at me, you know? And, and then immediately you're just like, no, this is hard. You're only yeah. focusing on how you feel and how much more you can get into the pose and all that stuff. And, yeah. And I fell in love with it. So I, I still love doing it, but I, I don't do it enough. But yeah, it's it awesome, enough. man. I need to get back into that. The, the first time, uh, so when I went to India the first time and the second time, the first time we went, uh, we actually, uh, we did the yoga at 4.30 in the morning every Ooh. day. Yeah. Every day we got, because that's considered a very auspicious time. Uh, any the, t- the hour and a half before the sun rises is is considered very very auspicious in hinduism it's called okay. brahma muhurta mm-hmm. it's considered auspicious because that's the that's the time when most of the world is at rest so there's a lot of um it's like they, loose energy right? yeah they call it prana right <laughs> yeah, and so yeah there's a lot of that in the air uh and it was really hard i mean we, we we had a hard time of doing it but we did it i mean we did almost every day we were there doing yoga Kinda and sucks, then yeah. the second time i went to india we traveled down to uh, a really old ancient hindu temple in, in in south india and we did yoga inside the temple like in in the courtyard it was really awesome i mean this temple was incredible it was so old it had these four towers on each side that were amazing i can I'll show you a picture later but that was awesome i mean and it was hot <laughs> it was yeah, like mid course, it was yeah. morning and the sun had just risen and we were burning up but it was amazing that was one of the most amazing experiences of my life was doing yoga in this temple and that's and, awesome and yeah TV. and have you been back a few times now or i'm tr- i was trying to go back in september but okay. it doesn't look like it's going to happen i might go back in december okay cool man that's yeah. awesome um do you like flowers i do i love flowers man <laughs> do you really i love flowers man i'm so glad you say that i'm around flowers all day really at the temple yeah. oh at the temple okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love flowers i love everything about flowers my favorite flowers <laughs> are, are it makes the... me so happy that you're so happy about flowers you're smiling for ear yeah. to ear so i used to work at a school i love jasmine but i love not the jasmine that's that comes in a Oh, I thought you meant jazz men, like guys that play that, jazz. I, I love jazz man as well, <laughs> but I love jazz. Jasmine the flower, yeah, jasmine yeah, yeah. the flower. But there's one bushy one that um, blooms around April. 
Okay. And I used to, or I think it's April. It's earlier in the year, but I used to work at a school that had a whole like fence full of it. Like, yeah, my God. And I used to show up with a bag every Saturday right. and, and pluck the flowers before I left. And then uh, a few of the students caught me and they were like, Hey man, like, uh, you should leave some for the rest of us. Right. But nobody else. I was the only one that even knew they were, they were Jasmine, but right. Right. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm really allergic to, to the pollen in, in that particular Jasmine. Oh crap. Cause yeah. I, I drive home with the bag in my car and like, I'd start sneezing, sneezing and crying. <laughs> and yeah. Crying. Your yeah, face is draining. <laughs> I love flowers though. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I do too. I'm a big fan of flowers. I don't think it's fair that only women get flowers traditionally, you know? No, I, I, I think, I think girls should buy their men flowers. You I know, think, I, I like flowers. I need flowers. Yeah. I hope somebody walks in right now and gives us flowers. That'd be nice. That'd be very nice. Lori gets flowers. <laughs> I wish she was here. <laughs> so she could do it. <laughs> um, what's a good, uh, Lazaro Galarraga lesson you've learned? Oof. And for the listener, Lazaro Galarraga, he, he mentioned him earlier, an elder statesman of Cuban music from Havana, I believe, right? Havana, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. and then he has lived here forever, but he's he's this amazing elder statesman, uh, very knowledgeable, Akpon, and knows every single folkloric Cuban oh God, song yes. that there is. He's incredible. Uh, but yeah, but you but he is you know in Citarason, uh, and you play with uh, you played with them forever. And uh, yeah. what's what's a good Lazaro lesson you've learned? Ooh. I could think of two really good ones. One is, um, man, oof. We've had a lot, a lot, a lot of experiences um, together. I Lazaro has kind of seen me grow up a little bit. Um, yeah. When I first joined the band, I was pretty shy and quiet. I didn't really say much. I, yeah. I listened more than I than I looked. And then a few months later, I was drinking with the guys and partying. But uh, I think one thing for sure I learned is uh, with him is to just be yourself, man. Because I, I had this idea that, you know, I had to know about Cuban music. I had to know this. I had to know that. And I tried to come in. And, and when I joined the band, um, I was pretty unsure of myself. Uh, and uh, especially being, you know, Mexican mexican-american trying to play cuban music with cubans and um but he never was like that with me he was always very open with me uh with whatever i shared or whatever i you know even even when i became hindu he 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 talked to me about it but uh yeah i think one big lesson i think the biggest lesson with him is you know just just be yourself right Mm -hmm. and uh you know do your homework as well because i mean there'd be a few times that I would kind of jokingly play something and uh, and be ready for anything, of course, as well. Right. Another lesson with him. And he would just pick up on it and make it into something, right? Right, right. Or I'd ask him, like, oh, hey, you, you know, do you listen to this? And be like, oh, yeah, of course I heard that. You know, I grew up in Cuba. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So there's that. And then also, you know, he's he's like incredible in front of a crowd and i think that's yeah. one one thing that i've seen like he's always at his i mean he's, he's always always a pleasure to play with him but especially if there's a crowd i mean it's just amazing and i think one thing i've also learned from him is uh he makes up songs on the spot he makes up songs everybody, on the everybody spot. sings with yeah. them it's amazing yeah <laughs> you it's can like, get a crowd going in uh, 10 seconds it's awesome yeah it's like I, people walk, come up after the show it's like oh you know that was a you know where can i buy the record with that song it's like uh <laughs> you, you just made, you it, just up, made just it up, up right? I don't, <laughs> should i tell you or not but uh you know and i think another lesson yeah is you don't want to spoil the magic right it's like telling the tr- how the trick's done <laughs> yeah actually it's true maybe okay if you're listening out there world <laughs> 
<laughs> well, no, here it's fine. No, you know, but I mean, like after a show, you're just like, yeah, oh yeah, go yeah. on, uh, go on iTunes and buy all the albums. <laughs> You'll hear that one. I think. And another thing I learned with him was like, uh, you know, just be accepting of people as they are. Because uh, I think that was a great experience with him. Was he didn't really care what you were, what color your skin, whether you're totally, a woman yeah. or a man or whatever. I mean, he just he was ready to share with anybody yeah and he was really giving about a lot of things you know um whether it was his musical knowledge or um you know letting you sit and play sit in with the band or whatever he just was always open so that that was a great thing about him yeah is a great great thing about about him him. yeah yeah yeah. not past not past (laughs) well it was great then too but it's still great now now. (laughs) no that's awesome man um and uh, so what about uh married life versus single life you know i'm i'm a i'm a you know i'm a, a betrothed man at this moment hmm. or i'm you know in the in the engaged you know i have an ex-girlfriend current fiance you know um are they the same woman yeah actually, oh I, I, I introduced her as my ex-girlfriend <laughs> i was like i heard you say ex-girlfriend i'm like <laughs> yeah i introduced her as my ex-girlfriend wherever we go nice because oh. yeah, my current fiance, you know, but uh, yeah, what it, it, what's what's better, married life or that single life or the dating life or you know, married life? It, it was kind of unexpected for me because um, I never thought I would be the one to say like, hey, let's get married, right? Right, right. And then it turned out that I was the one that was like, hey, why don't we get married, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's been great. Uh, my wife is amazing and she's very supportive, and uh, I think even more so because we're both kind of on, the, on a similar spiritual path and connected to the same spiritual uh, guru. But um, one thing that's been really, really awesome has been, uh, well, one thing that I hope hopefully everyone can experience is not just being married, but being married to somebody who understands, uh, not understands, who's just supportive of you in every possible way and vice versa. Cause um especially for those of us that I don't know if anybody's listening from outside of California or LA uh, LA is a really tough town yeah in a lot of ways I mean totally I don't think until you see it from the air you don't realize how I mean the first time I saw it from the air and really paid attention I was like oh my god it's huge yeah it just keeps freaking going yeah and it keeps yeah and it doesn't stop and so it's 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 hard to make a living here especially as a musician um and sometimes you're, you know, especially if your partner works a full-time job, like my wife does. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were times where I wouldn't see her, especially like if I was playing with Cita Son four times a week. And yeah. the other three days were with other bands. I mean, she'd be getting home and I'd be leaving. Exactly. So, yeah. and then once I started volunteering at the temple, it was like, I was there. And then when my dad was sick, I was with my dad. And so sometimes I wouldn't see her for, we'd be living and sleeping in the same room, but... I wouldn't really see her until I got home, right? I know, yeah. So uh, I think that's that's been awesome is she's been very supportive the whole time. I've been with her for almost 13 years, so um it, it was not it was it's we've kind of grown up together, so it's, right. it's been awesome, right? That's awesome. And then especially being married now. One of the things that always shocks me is like she decided to take my last name. I didn't tell her anything. Okay. I was just like, okay, let's get married, right? Yeah, I yeah. didn't tell her, hey, you have to take my last name. Yeah, yeah. She took my last name, so it's always weird to call her like shayla alonso right yeah like, yeah I'm like what the uh, heck <laughs> uh, like that's cool but i don't know you as that you know i, I always know her by her last name Fletis. but uh-huh. but yeah man it's been awesome it's been cool you she's my little partner in crime and uh <laughs> i drag her into a lot of things and she's like you know i i 
I like, I really love photography and videography. So she's like my model. I'm always taking pictures. Yeah. Like stand there, go here, do that. <laughs> or if I'm working on something, I'm like, oh, you should listen to this. And, and you know, she, we don't like, we don't have uh, similar music tastes except for like a few Spanish bands that we like and mm-hmm. heavy metal. But, um, you know, when she's, when I'm driving, I'm like, Hey, you know, can you put on, uh, can you put this on from YouTube? And she's like, no, I don't want to put that on. Yeah, I don't listen to that crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. No, that's great, man. Well, congratulations on that. It's 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 cool. Like, we haven't seen each other for for a minute, but yeah. it, your life is very different than when, the last time we hung out. Yeah. And it's But it seems so positive and so great, man. So it's just, it's cool. Yes. I like all that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, awesome, man. Well, um... You know, we're coming to the end of this gauntlet of questions that I've put you through. You know, what a gauntlet. I know it was pretty stressful. Yes. Tiresome, the hard yes. questions. The hard, the flower question <laughs> threw me for a curve, actually. <laughs> the squirrel question, too. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Nature. Nature. Nature throws you for a curve. <laughs> Nature throws, yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, I, I, as the listeners have always known, I, I like to say that, like, you know, if it's a musician in the house, you know, I always think that one of the best ways you can meet a musician is to hear them play music. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. So we thought we'd share some tunes from the album Tirason put out. Yeah. You cool. want to start it? You want you wanted to start with the tune Ebo. Yeah. So um, this album's really cool because uh, I know you, you mentioned earlier that uh, Bobby will be here in a few weeks, so I won't give the whole story away. But oh, I think I mentioned that off mic. Oh, you mentioned so it. Oh, yeah. Spoily. So, oh. <laughs> I spoiled that. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. It'll give <laughs> it'll give people something to look forward to. Bobby Wilmore. Bobby will be Wilmore. On the show yeah, he was the who's in the, a few weeks, I believe. He's like my. He's like the left side of my brain when we're when we're in this band. It's awesome. But uh, we recorded this album in three days over like, and some of the material was not even worked out yet. Um, but it came out really. I mean, it was amazing how we worked stuff out. This tune is really nice because um, it was a tune that Lazaro used to used. I think he wrote and he used to play with another band, Odara. Um, but uh, I always loved this. Was actually one of my favorite songs, and they gave me a bass solo on the song, so I was like, "Cool!" So this is like yeah. my first or second ever recorded bass solo. Ever, and, and this song is just amazing. This is like really, really kind of in the tradition. And uh, Jeff Goodkind's playing piano, some amazing riffs on the piano. Uh, but uh yeah i love this tune nice all right well here we go here's ebo
Cuando agaya la yiquichango, bajo soque seco, rufina coque, rufina yala. O bajo soque seco, chango. Cabrio si le pachango. La casa se le quemó. Cabrio si le pachango. El querido la dejó. Cabrio si le pachango. Tenía la loco y un I love play. I, I love coming in. The last few times I've ever, you know, every time I come and see Citara Stone, Bobby always has me up. We always get get to jamming and playing, and then it always turns into a party afterwards. And I love, I just love all those guys. That's yeah. And yeah. I am excited. Uh, yeah, as of right now, Bobby's scheduled to come in here in a couple of weeks. So, th- so I think in a you know a couple of weeks after this episode drops, Bobby should be on yes. as long as we stay on track. Which we don't know. Who knows? If, you know? Who knows? Yeah. Can't predict the future. I hope. Uh, yeah. I hope. I bo- Bobby Wilmore, if you're listening, uh, I hope you talk more about the Citara Son CD. It's available on CDBaby.com, I believe. Well, we're not in the plug section yet, so oh, sorry, how sorry. dare you? How dare you plug? <laughs> how dare you? Erase. How dare you use this to plug your material? <laughs> Erase. <laughs> Erase. <laughs> well, awesome, and thank you for sharing that, dude. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Uh, I'm just teasing about the plugs. <laughs> 
but uh, but it is time now to go into, into segments. Are you ready for that? Segments. Let's do it. All right. So this first segment is something called the compliment corner. The compliment corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called the compliment corner. Hey, Bob. Hola. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the compliment corner. <laughs> There's a lot of space in this corner. I like it. Yeah, it's very roomy here. It's a different yes. vibe completely. Um, yeah, so in the compliment corner, what happens is um, it gives me and my guests a chance to forget how dark and gloomy the world can be. Uh, it gives us a chance to just practice complimenting each other and just and just remembering how nice our friendship is. Yes. You know. Okay. So what will happen is I'll look you in the eye, give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it on me. Uh, look me in the eye, give me a compliment that you mean, and we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. I like it. I love it. I actually didn't know this was going to happen, audience, Okay. but I already thought about it. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. Well, I'll go first. I'll go first for you. Um, I could go so many different directions. I've heard, you know, I've, I've, I met you a long time ago. I've heard you play bass a million times and you can play uh, Cuban rumba, which is so awesome. I love it when musicians can play multiple instruments, even though I can't do that. And it makes me very jealous and sad, <laughs> but I, you know, you have, I could go with your musicianship and all that stuff. Um, and also I think when you were coming over here and I was thinking about what I would compliment you about, I was leaning towards how calm and relaxed of a person you are and, how, and and like how much your life has changed over the past couple of years and how that's very admirable and cool and, and which is true and i and all those comments are true but what i really want to say because it's the only thing i can focus on since you've come in here is that you have a wonderful speaking voice <laughs> <laughs> what it is such a pleasure to listen to you to speak to me my friend like all those other stuff that's all I, I could talk about your musicianship and who you are as a person all day but all i can focus on right now is this that buttery smooth voice coming out of there? You know, it's it's the mic. Wow, this I thought about buying this mic yeah. a long time ago. Now I'm convinced I'm gonna buy it. But uh, sure, SM7B. That's yeah. right, man, yeah. man. But yeah, that's. I mean, Thank I had you. all these. I had all these thoughts lined up, and then I started listening to you respond to me, and I'm like, man, geez, this is this guy's got a buttery smooth voice. Thank you. Thank Love you. it. Thank you. So that's my comment for you. I, it, it's a lot more. Uh, surface level than than the things i had thought about for you but geez you know and the listeners they have to agree it's just wonderful awesome <laughs> and i don't know why i've never noticed and just in, in real life you know just talking to you but this is you know and now over the last couple of years most of our friendship is via social media yes, you know via so i don't even get to hear it that often you know thank you thank you i appreciate that but what a true pleasure <laughs> well there's my comment for you my friend <laughs> uh you know, my compliment for you is, uh, well, I thought of two, but I'm going to say the, the second one because it's a little more meaningful for me. Okay. I think every time we've talked, whether it was after the Roombas or whatever, I really always appreciated your positive attitude. But I was thinking it wasn't just a positive attitude. I was remembering the last time, one of the last times we spoke at Kanya. Mm -hmm. And I remember how much better I felt about myself, like talking to, like I walked away from that conversation like, wow, you know... Ryan really like, wow, he great listener, but I remember feeling like, wow, you know, I feel good. I feel good. That was a good conversation. That was a good, that was a good day for me. That was a good night. It was like Kanye. Yeah. yeah we yeah. were talking in the patio. In that's the back right. Patio, that's right. Like, yeah. Every time I've talked to you, I felt like, yeah, oh, that was, I feel much better. Like I feel good. 
Wow, man, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's an amazing compliment. Thank yeah. you so much, man. So. That makes me feel really good. I love that because I, mean, I, you know, I think that about. I, I've said that on this podcast a lot. Is mm-hmm. I think the uh, the best way to gauge who a human is is how how you feel when you leave. You know, yeah. and whether or not you should keep that relationship in your life. Kind of. Th- we've talked about that with yeah. several guests. It's just it's mm-hmm. very easy to tell whether or not you should keep somebody in your life if you walk away feeling like yeah. shit all the time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's been some few so musicians makes, that are... Yeah, man, it's like, true. Yeah. Especially in the... It's, like you said earlier, LA's hard, man. It's, it's, uh, um, so it makes me feel really good that you would say that because that's kind of how I try to gauge yeah. people too. So it makes me feel good, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, hey, man, that's been the compliment corner. That was the compliment <laughs> corner. It was pretty roomy. <laughs> it was a roomy little spot there. All right, man, this next game... Is a little something called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. When you get fucked by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face! <laughs> Alright, man. So, you know, that last segment was so positive and fun, and we got to share some. And, the, you know, some people might think that saying get your dang butt out of my face is. Um, it's kind of negative, but mm. it's not. I don't think. I think. I think to stay truly positive, sometimes you got to get some stuff off your chest. You know, so it's this is an airing of grievances game where you and I will take a moment to think about something that's been pissing us off, irking our chain, making us mad in some way, just annoying us in general. You know, and it gives us a chance to talk about that thing and then to figuratively tell it to get its dang butt out of our face. Butt out my face. Okay, that's right. All right, that is right. Um, do you have something right away or should I go first? I need to think. Okay. What has pissed me off lately? Okay. So you want me to go first? Yes, yes, go first. Okay. What did I write down? Oh, okay. So I played a wedding on Saturday. Um, Mm -hmm. and before we, before we started, we were hungry, but we didn't, and we didn't know when or if we were getting vendor meals yet. Spoiler alert, we did get vendor meals later, but it was like three hours later, so it's good that we ate something earlier. But we, uh, my friend David and I left to go get sandwiches for the rest of us. We were like, okay, we'll go, like, you guys keep sending up, we'll go get stuff, you know. So we walked, so we we were going to go to his car, but it was, it's really hard to explain, but it was right by the beach, and it was hard, you had to like go up these stairs, and it was really mm-hmm. difficult to get back out of the car and stuff. We got back up, and David realized that he forgot his keys. Ooh. And so we're like, crap, you know, because we, like, we were already kind of rushing, and then, so I was like, let me just see if there's a place that's open, like nearby. We're right by the beach here. There's like a little shack. So I pulled up Yelp, found it. It was 5.50 at this time, mm-hmm. you know, or 5.45 probably. And, and then I, I saw on Yelp, there's a place called the Tackle Box right there on the beach, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, with, you know, very close. So we're like, well, there it is. Let's go. So we walked down there and it says open till seven. So we went down there and, um, and we get we get down there by like five fifty five fifty. So we think there's an hour and ten minutes left of food. The food looks great. There's like poke bowls and like mm. you know burritos and quesadillas and burgers and all this different stuff. So we're like, oh, this is awesome, it's perfect. And there's a billion people out. There's all these people on the beach, and it's like this, they just like have a monopoly on that spot right there. Mm. And so we walk up and we're like, oh yeah, this looks great. Hey man, you know like do you have this or that? And and he's like he's like no, we don't have that. We don't have we, we have this. Yeah. And then we're like okay, cool. And so we walk up. We're asking him questions, and they're like, okay, so can we order? We're both gonna order a couple sandwiches, and and he's like, he's like, oh no, we're closed, man. <laughs> oh shit. And I, and we're like, we're like, we're like, what? And he's like, like no, we're closed, man. And I was like, you just gave food to some people, like you know, and like you just handed it out. It's five fifty, like you know, and and he's like, no, you know, no, we're you know, we 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 close at six, and I was like, well, it's five fifty, 
you know, I, I was like, I was like, Yelp says seven o'clock. He goes, Oh no, man, it's summer hours. Oh you know? my god! And I was like, well, if it doesn't say anywhere that you close at six, he goes, Yeah, we close at six. And I was like, Well, there's still ten minutes. You just served food, you know. And I was like, We're gonna buy four sandwiches. Like that's gonna, like it's kind of an expensive spot. You're gonna make like sixty bucks. Like you know, like don't you? Want, and he was like. He's like, no, man, we always close 15 minutes early. <laughs> and, of course, you're supposed to know that. I know, but we just always close. Why don't you know that, Ryan? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? He was a real jerk to us. And so we're like, you always close 15 minutes early. And that was summer hours. And now we're just supposed to divine this information somehow. So I was annoyed. And he treated us very badly. He lost the sale. Uh, we didn't get food. We were pissed. You know, it was, it was, it was very upsetting. And uh, mostly... I was just mad at that guy for treating us the way he did. He was very grumpy and grouchy to us, and we didn't do anything wrong. We just went we just went to an establishment to patronize their wonderful service and get their food, and they treated us like dirt. So, hey, guy at the tackle box down there in uh, Corona, uh, Corona Del Mar, get your dang butt get out of my face. Get your dang butt out of Ryan's face. That's right. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for echoing that. I like that. Really accentuated it for me. Yeah, I hated that guy. He was a real jerk. <laughs> yeah. He was stood in between me and some delicious food. And he also forgot to tell you that you were supposed to order every third Tuesday of the month. I know, really. <laughs> I was going to say, what else? What other parameters have you set? <laughs> Jeez. That sucked, but... Cool. I'll keep mine to gigs to... I have a... a it's not really a specific incident. It's more like a series of incidents. Okay. Um, a type of thing that happens. A type of thing that does happen, unfortunately uh freebird guy <laughs> <laughs> no that happens to jono i think uh, the guitar yeah, i think really. he's the one freebird and, free and he's so nice and accommodating when he can be but uh one thing that i oh because i play it's just it's like what was that what do they say uh oh god what's that term uh anyway um because i do so much of this latin music yeah, whatever yeah. uh I think people just assume that like the percussionists are just kind of waving their hands and playing things wherever. Oh, obviously, it's not the case, right? But right. Uh, yeah. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is when people show up with cowbells or maracas uh-huh. on the gig to play along. To yeah. play along, and obviously they're like thirty feet away from us, so there's like yeah. a delay in the yeah, sound. It sucks. That's yeah. the worst, man. And I've had to like you know, um, you know, I, I think some other people are a little more nicer than I am, but. Uh, I've I've actually walked up to people and uh, asked them to stop playing like, or taking the stuff out of their hands. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but most recently, uh, one most recently there was one guy who just he would not stop, and he and unfortunately the state we were so far away from the audience that it's not like I could have just walked down and asked him. You know, sometimes I'll be polite and I'll be like, hey, you know, just so you know, uh, could you just kind kind of give us when we're playing, just kind of ease up on it, but. Uh, and it was coming from like both sides. It's coming yeah. from one one on the left, one on the right. And oh, I was like, man. oh and then neither of them have good time. And neither had good time. And they're far away. And they're yeah. far away. So it was like Jeez. compounding effect. I was like, oh dude, no. Yeah. But I really wanted to tell that guy, so I'm gonna tell him now. Yep. Oh, what Mr. Morocco guy. <laughs> Mr. Cowbell guy, please get your dang butt out of my face that's right <laughs> get out of here man i can really i can you know I, you know that i can relate to that i that, that drives me insane yeah yeah uh when i play with zach churchill all the time we do we do play at the ranch um and laguna beach a lot and there are kids running around all the time so i do oh. i do have a bag of like shakers and stuff yes. for them 
where I do feel differently when like kids, it's like this wonderful outdoor atmosphere and it's like oh, yeah, people kids, are sitting yeah. around like fireplace. It's like, it's very laid back and fun. And so, and then like kids will run up and they want to see it. So I'll let them play shakers and yeah. bells and stuff with us. And, and, and cause it's always only like a tune. If that, you know, it's yes. never like they're trying to play the whole night, you know? So it's always, you just give them that they love it. The parents think it's really cute and they get pictures of them and stuff. So that, and, but it's like if you're like a forty-year-old man and you're bringing your cowbell to your to a show, yes, please to leave that cowbell at home. Leave it to the professionals. <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't do that, man. I, I love when the kids do it. It's awesome, yeah, especially it's when they come fun. up and they hit the the conga drums or whatever. But yeah, it's like let them do it, let them feel it, let them get in the music. You know that's fun. But if you're an old man just messing around, it's like why do you do that? Why are you doing that? No. You, you know you're doing the wrong thing. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm totally with you on that. You guys can't see the the sad look on my face, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, please let us do our job. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's been get your dang butt out of my get face. Get your dang butt out of his face. <laughs> do you feel better now? I do. It's I nice do to get better. something off your chest, isn't it? It's nice to tell another percussionist that because usually, yeah. usually Bobby's the one who hears my complaints. Like, yeah. That you know that guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> How does Bobby feel about it? Uh, he just laughs, doesn't he? He laughs, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's he's. He's like, ah, yeah. yeah he, he, I think he 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 sees the. He's like the nicest guy on the planet. Guy, he yeah, just laughs yeah, at yeah, it. He, and just keeps he, moving. He can do it, but uh, <laughs> I can't. It hurts me. That is hilarious, man. All right, man. Well, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. And now it's time for another game. This one's called Beg the Universe for something small that you want. Oh. For something small that you want. All right, here we are. We're in deep space now. Cold, silent space. <laughs> you make it sound so warm. <laughs> um, in this game, what we do, you know, like people all have big, lofty goals. I want to be famous. I want a million dollars. I want a yacht. I want to, you know, whatever their big goals are. And the and big goals are great. And everyone should have big goals, large goals. And um, but but that you know, it takes a long time to achieve a large goal. There's a lot of day to day that you have to do. And so if so, if all you have is large goals, it can make the day to day pretty difficult. You know. Mm-hmm. So in this game, what I like to do is take it down to the micro scale and beg the universe. And we and we use the universe instead of you know God or anything. You know, it's just to make it more family friendly and and just I don't like to make anyone uncomfortable. I like to have everyone just do their thing of just you know whatever their higher power is in this moment you beg the universe for something small that that's easily you know that's easily doable you know so people have 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 begged for coupons people have begged for i just recently begged for reasonable gas prices on my trip to san francisco and got hooked up that's a good one and i and uh stuff like that things that you know we beg the universe and then we watch it happen it makes us feel good day to day so small goals Hmm. um so does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. So we're both going to think of something. We'll talk about those things, and then I'll count to three, and then we'll beg for that, and we can beg for each other. We'll just really get on our knees and scream, and uh, and we'll beg the universe, and hopefully it'll give it to us. Okay. okay. So do you have something small that you'd like to beg for? <laughs> I do. Not yet. <laughs> 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 uh, that was the best yeah that's cool okay actually i do okay it may sound cheesy but no uh um obviously because we're uh actually it's not cheesy 
Okay. You know, because of the nature of what we do, it's really hard sometimes to hang out with your friends who also are musicians. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I recently had a really great experience. We played at Union Station. I don't know if you saw that, but yeah, uh, yeah, we did a gig at, at Union Station. I love those. Well. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple bands play over there, and it's so cool. And it was a great night because it was uh, not just our band, but uh, this Cuban timba band, Rumbanquete, played, and this Cuban uh, this uh, salsa band, Son Mayor, played. Mm-hmm. And we were the first band to play. And so after that, we were done. We got to hang out. I mean, like I saw every single one of my dancer friends. I saw every single one of my musician friends. Yeah. Except for the ones that were on tour with uh, Poncho Sanchez. Yeah. Because they were somewhere out of town. But um, man, it was an awesome night. It was incredible. It was like cool, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, a few days ago, I got to go see my friends play. And it was awesome too, right? It was the first like a uh, non-gig concert that i've where i'm not playing an instrument or showing up right and then like uh today sitting down with with you and talking so my little thing that i'd like to beg the universe for is uh for more opportunities for things like that because i feel like it it um it keeps it from it, it's refreshing yeah totally. it's very refreshing it's you very can it's refreshing. easy to get jaded when you're just working and grinding all yeah, the time. yeah and you don't get to hang with your friends you don't get to just sit and i don't know get your butt out of the corner yeah. and you don't get to do things like that so it's 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 uh it's nice it's very nice very refreshing that's awesome Enjoy. man i can relate to that i like that a lot yeah okay so that's what you're gonna beg for that's what i'm gonna beg for um i'm gonna beg for more rest time oh that's a good one that's something that i have been i'm not getting much of because of busyness which is a good problem to have uh, but at the same time I'm when I do have an opportunity to rest, I'm most mostly giving myself crap about how much work I have to do. You know, like I'm not letting myself rest and like take that time to really like energize and rejuvenate and like, you know, turn the phone off, get away, like, you know, just think and be by myself and that kind of stuff. The phone. I know I'm so bad about it and I need to be better. And so what I'm going to be begging for is just getting more real rest time and using that time wisely, you know, like yes. getting, you know, using it for me and not making myself feel bad, you know? Yeah. So that's what I'm begging for. That's what I'm begging for. Okay. Well, I'm going to count to three okay. and then we'll start to beg. And now when I say beg, I mean, it. you know, so if you have to scream, cry, if you have to go to the toilet and throw <laughs> up, uh, you know, if you scream, you know, whatever, whatever happens to you now is totally fine and natural. Okay. Uh, just groveling to the universe and then and we can also beg for each other's thing to try yes. to help that out as well does that make sense that sounds good okay well are you ready to go i'm ready so to go. you're begging for uh more genuine opportunities to hang with your friends and yes. like see music without yeah. having to work without having to work and i'm begging for uh more rest time that rest i that time. i actually value and take seriously and make, awesome. it, make it good okay here we go you ready yes one two three Please, you universe. For me and for Ryan, please. I need a little rest time. I need a little rest time. Just a few opportunities to hang. I don't want to hang with his friends. I think that's totally fair. And you should get that. Ryan really just needs to sleep. I would like that too, actually. That sounds like a lot of fun. You know how tough it is here in LA. Please hook it up, you know Sleeping while driving doesn't count. Why don't you just give me a we little rest some sometimes? Rest. Ryan needs some rest. Why don't you give it on some a chance to hang out? Just no friends. Just hanging out. No, you don't work. Just friends. He always has to work all the time. Yes, we always Every have day. to work. <laughs> Please. Another universe. chance to hang out with my friends. Please. <sighs> oh, man. Wow, I feel better. 
I closed my eyes. Do you think we'll get those things? I did too. Did you have your eyes closed the whole time? I had most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it. I was like, oh, my eyes are closed. <laughs> that means we really meant up. I think so too. Um, do you think we'll get those things? I think we will. I think so too. I think too. it's already happening. I think it's happening. I think we're working on it. Yeah. And that's part of the, that's part of what, what the universe does to empower us to get those things. We start working on it, getting them, you know, we yeah. get it. Okay. Well, that's been beg the universe beg for something small that you universe. want. Nice. <laughs> You said beg the universe. universe. (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, we are coming to the end of the show. Okay. But before we do that, I would uh, we did want to play one more tune from Citara Song. Yeah. Okay. This tune. Sorry, did I interrupt you? No. Okay. Okay. So earlier I had said Citara Song is is uh it's cool because we're like um, you know we 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 all have studied Cuban music uh. With different people, um, we all have different interests in Cuban music. But I think this is a cool track because it started off with uh, uh, Jono actually brought in the idea for the track, and he he between he he did the majority of the work, and then it kind of just flourished in the studio with us, yeah. kind of just jamming to it. I think this track is probably the closest you get to getting the live Citara Son band experience. So Ryan was actually mentioning this, or Ryan. You're Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you addressed you in the, in the third person, <laughs> but uh, uh, you were talking about this earlier uh, about how you know you've come and you sat in with us, and it turns into a big party, right? Yeah. I think that's one of the best things about <laughs> playing music and playing on Citara Son when it's good and everyone is like, you know, we're all on the same page. It moves like one unit, and it'll be just like this man. It'll be open and it's awesome, right? And I think this is the closest it gets for people to to experience that on the record, right? Okay. Um, cool. And I love the song. It's just. It's so unorthodox in in everything that it does, and and it but it works somehow. It works. I love it. That's I awesome. Love it. All right. Well, this tune is called Mi Changui. Mamacita baila mi changui 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 Mamacita baila mi changui
mamacita, mamacita, tú Mamacita baila mi changui. El ewa, el ewa. Mamacita baila mi changui. Mariboye, ye, ye, o pumarero. Mamacita baila mi changui. Ocho, sí, allí lo ya. Mamacita baila mi changui. Cantao, como Lupe, tatao. Mamacita baila mi changui. Mamacita baila mi Changui. That's right. Dance to my Changui. <laughs> <laughs> Dance to my Changui. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I actually, um, <laughs> I used to do this only with Sitarason, but I would translate the lyrics to some of the songs we played into English. Right. And then I started doing it with other bands. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they, I think, I don't know if they like it or not, but some people have found it really funny and some <laughs> yeah, people haven't, haven't like a... It's the best. It's a famous song called uh, Lagrimas Negras. Of course, yeah. And uh, it means black tears, mm -hmm. right? But when you translate some of this into English, it, it you know, even though you... You've left me abandoned here, right? It's really yeah, yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> some of the lyrics you're like, ah, but there's one Cuban singer I remember. I translated <laughs> the lyrics to a few songs with her and we were laughing about it. She was yeah. like, you're, too much, so yeah, exactly. you're too much, man. You're too much. <laughs> that's awesome man well dude thank you so much for coming on this show there's a couple things we still have to do uh oh um the last yeah we have one final question for oh, all okay, my guests okay. that comes uh that come to the show and you know again the name of the show is ryan is super strong ryan so the final strong. question that i have to ask you and that's and keep in mind there's so many types of strength whether it be physical mental spiritual all these different things right emotional um there's so many different types of strength but my last question for my guests is always hey are you super strong you know, 
I believe I am super strong. Yeah. yeah I yeah. like that, man. Well, then that's great because I, 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 my next question for you is just for you to leave some advice, you know, that can kind of serve as a mantra for those that are listening mm. and relating to you for the next week until next week when another guest comes and leaves some badass advice, you know? Oh. So what's some advice you can leave uh, for people that want to be super strong like an Adon Alonzo? Oh, okay. This is a good one. Um I think uh, I'm stalling for time so I can figure out how to say this. It's okay. Um, I think what, what I'd like to leave everybody with um, is well, no matter what you do, no matter what you're involved in, no matter what point of your life you're in, I think just decide for life, decide for life, decide always for life, no matter what you're feeling or what you're going through um, and do everything you do with, intensity and as ferociously as you can um that's kind of been the lesson of my life the last three years is anything you do in life do it be completely involved with it don't worry so much about the result i mean i know it's hard not to worry about the result especially when you know rent is on the line or whatever sure yeah but um really anything you do do it ferociously do it be very intense about it and um as intense as you can be and uh I think that's always good, no matter what you're doing, whether you're a musician, an artist, whether you work a day job, whether you're looking for a job, whether you're trying to make ends meet here in LA, whether you have already made it ends meet in LA and you're having success, you know, keep pushing, keep, keep looking. I, I think all the people that I've, um, that I admire the most, whether they're famous musicians or, you know, people like yourself, they're always up to something creative and they're always pushing the boundaries for themselves. Um, mm -hmm. And they're never stagnating. I, I, I think um, I'll just relate it to musicians because I've seen so many musicians that are just so burnt out and jaded and, yeah. you know, they just, you know, they show up and they, they do their thing. Right. And there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But um, you know, music is supposed to be a creative in the moment thing. And, uh, when that's not there, it's like, you know, there has you have to revisit something in your life to see how you can do it with more intensity, more ferocity and, uh, you know, be life positive, be, be for life. Let your life be for, for, for living. Yeah, totally, yeah. man. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you for giving that advice. Thank you for coming here and sharing music of Citara Song. Uh, we will probably hear some more of that, you know, more of that album here in the next coming weeks. Um, uh, but the, the thing that's important now is... You know, you started to do it earlier, and I slapped your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but this is the plug section, you know, because I want I I do want people to be able to check you out wherever that may be, whether it be social media, or YouTube videos, or albums to buy and purchase, or websites, or cool. Facebooks, or your home address. <laughs> my home address for can I give my social? They, yeah. you can you can get a little more intimate. Yeah, your with social, my social and your uh, mother's maiden name. My mother's maiden name, and uh, also my uh, my pin. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to guess which one, <laughs> which card, which card to go. Yeah. Uh, plug a plug. Oh yes, okay a plug. Um, yeah, I think uh, everyone should check out that Citara Son CD and uh, which you can buy on CD Baby. You said CD Baby dot right? com, I believe is yeah, get, get it. it. And uh, it's a great album because, uh, like I, like I said, my friend Bobby may talk about it more, but it's really, really it represents kind of a, a significant part of my of my time with with Citarazon. yeah um and it's 
and there's nothing like checking out the band live but that's it's it's a great album to have uh there was a lot a lot of love went into it a lot of people helped us make it and it's it's a great album it's awesome and uh you can actually catch me right now there's another band that i'm playing with called bois gaiman it's uh it, my friend Jacques Pradel that I yeah, mentioned earlier. Of course. He's Haitian and the band name it has some some Haitian roots with him, but we have a salsa band that we play with at La Descarga most Tuesday nights from oh, cool. ten to like one in the AM. But that band is like uh if Citarazon is like the the party band, mm-hmm. this band is just like wild, untamed energy, man. It's yeah. incredible. Like I love playing with these guys too. That's awesome. Um it's like somebody shook up a soda bottle. And Ten to one it. at La Descarga. La Descarga. That's yeah, awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, I need so, to come check that out. So that's a that's always a great band, um, and we've got some killer percussionists on in that group. And I mean, Jacques himself is a great. Yeah, he's great, man. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. It's, it's it's always we don't ever know where it's gonna go. Yeah, for but sure. we always land on our feet. So it's yeah. awesome. It's a great experience. <laughs> no charts. Yeah, no charts on the just going. Yeah. Uh, but so that's cool. And uh, yeah, I. I play around with other bands. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram name is Ba Bajo. It's ba P A underscore B A J O, which just means to go down, or mm-hmm. or it means go to the bass, right? Yeah. So play uh, the bass. Play the bass, and yeah, Instagram. I'm pretty active. I always post stuff. I post videos and whatnot. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, you know. Of course, I do. Yeah, that's where most of our friendship is these days. It's Instagram, <laughs> but if you don't, the IG know, direct message. <laughs> exactly. I'm always like, <laughs> I know. I don't know what the etiquette is around that, but I'm always responding to people's stories, and then I'll back off for like a week, thinking. Oh, like, oh no, that's know. how I. That's how. Yeah, that's that's. But that's why I love that because yeah. it's like you know because Instagram's so awesome for that. It's yeah. like if I want to have a conversation with just one person about something, it's so easy and yeah. so cool. You don't have to. You, know, you like I love that story thing where you like if you send them a, a message it doesn't go to like not everybody exactly, can see yeah. it so you can joke around however you want it's super fun I love it I love <laughs> it you guys follow me on Instagram I post a lot of cool stuff pa bajo pa bajo pa underscore bajo that's right man well anything else to plug um that's it for now if yeah if you're interested in Hinduism oh yeah temple in Montclair um that's where I'm at I'm usually there on the weekends yeah. usually sundays but uh it's in la it's great it's actually uh what's it called it's called the nityan and hindu temple in montclair it's it's in one sentence it's a unique amongst a lot of the temples in the usa and that we have a lot of um a lot of these traditional indian deities mm-hmm. in one space like it's enormous i mean it's, it's just it's yeah. great we have it's just it, there's nothing like it so That's if awesome. you guys are interested yeah. in hinduism learning about hinduism that's where I'm at. You can find me there. It's a cool place. You can yeah. come meditate, do whatever you want. That's awesome. That's very cool, man. Um, I always take this moment to plug uh, Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Cool. Chris Hackman, who did the intro and outro music, as, help, as, as well as helped me with the bumper cues that you heard throughout this show. The Instagram is Ryan is Super Strong. The Twitter is at Super Strong Ryan. And you can email us at Ryan is Super Strong at gmail.com if you'd like to be a part of the community. And also check us out on Facebook. It's all going on. But like Adon said earlier, Instagram is where it's at. That's where most of the stuff's going on. Um, and, and most of all, what I always ask the listeners to do is if you like this show, and I hope that you do, uh, please go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, and leave us a review. When you do that, we grow in the algorithms that help these uh, episodes grow and get to more ears. And when we get to more ears, 
years, more people hear how badass my guests and friends are, like Adon Alonzo. Yeah. <laughs> and we hear, get to hear more people get to hear albums from like from like Citerason and stuff. Yeah. So that makes me very happy. I love it when the show grows. So please do that and rate and review the show. The last thing I do on every episode is I talk to a listener or a group of listeners. And this week is no different. And I'm going to start that right now. Yeah. All right, this week I'm going to be talking to a group that I've talked to before, Internet Trolls. Oof. I know, right? Still? Why are we still dealing with these guys? I know. It's like, what are you doing out there that you need to tear people down... And and you and you have zero followers. You have a lame picture. You have all these things. You know, it's stop doing that. Why is this still a problem that we're dealing with? Uh, <laughs> there needs to be some old west justice for these trolls. <laughs> I, I, I don't even you know. I only comment when it's positive or fun or funny. I don't. I don't think I even complain about it. It's just like just chill out, move on. And I hate internet trolls. Um, I, I I have not been trolled recently, but I have some friends that were harshly trolled, and I think it's bullshit. So what you need to do is you need to listen to the advice of a badass guest like Adon Alonzo here, and then go back in the archive of Ryan is Super Strong, listen to all the advice that my great guests give, because you got some stuff that needs a fixin'. You know, you can't be trolling on people. You need to focus on your own life, get better at what you do. Don't don't do crap on what other people do because you're jealous or sad or got some other problem going on. If you do that and listen to all of this great advice of all these amazing guests like Adan, maybe... Maybe one day, if you do those things, you'll be super strong too. Just like Ryan. I agree completely with you. (laughs) I am so over internet trolls. I know. It's bullshit, right? Yeah. I think it's so easy to sit behind your computer and tear somebody down, but you either put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. Do something cool with your own life. What should we tell them to do right now? I don't know, man. If you don't play an instrument or you don't sing or you don't create something and you are go on somebody's YouTube and you're bashing the way they sing or whatever. I mean, I don't like certain music. I don't like certain artists, but I can respect the fact that they're putting themselves out there. They're doing original music, especially if they're doing original music. Um, I think it's rough, man. I think it's, yeah. it's, it's it says something about somebody that can... It's easier to tear somebody down than it is to build something up. And it, it just... It's a big pet peeve of, peeve of mine is, you know, people reading, being lame and trolling on reading people. comments and like, oh, he messed up. Oh, you're just like, dude, let, let's let's see what you can do. Right. Actually. uh, Yeah. It pisses me off. Well, then, you know, what we should tell him what to do right now. Get there. Dang, Dang butt, butt out of our face. face. <laughs> I thought you were going that way, but I wasn't sure. I was like. <laughs>